episode 121 yeah anyway okay we're just start recording anyway hello 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 this is another episode of the mental threats podcast episode 121 i am here with justin akaga or jody sage i think is what it is yeah jody sage it's a pleasure to be here with you know the mental pod the mental threat podcast yeah. that's really deep like you know you're just like knitting so many strands to the mind and expanding ourselves through our mental health mental health is really important so you know i enjoy i'm i think it's really good to be here and have this experience i've never been in the podcast before so i'm open for it <laughs> i like how he just like summarized the, <laughs> the logo and the thing is yeah. where i had to i mean it, it wasn't needed but it's like thank you i mean i guess somebody gets it yeah. but it's like yeah you so you really do mess with the logo then basically yeah i do i looked i like checked out some of your videos i was like wow the mental thread like there's just so much to the mind there's the penile gland the frontal lobe all these like different parts of the brain and we always wonder how the mind works you know Mm -hmm. and i think it's dope yeah and it's just you know just hearing from other people's perspectives and how they think and everything that's basically like the drive of this podcast and stuff of that nature getting their perspectives like or what their experiences are that's basically like the groundwork and the foundation work of this very podcast so to speak um as so just how we spoke uh before you hopped on uh, this podcast you went through a bit of like an awakening the past couple years correct you know like you know having to be sent to africa and things of that nature is that true Uh, can you describe what your mindset was like before you were sent to africa well my mindset was like different like i knew i was going to like i was going through a spiritual awakening and like i didn't know what was going on i was like feeling all these changes and like my parents was like wow like what's going on with you like you you seem different and yeah like i had to like well i was smoking marijuana and like it kind of led me to like getting in trouble and I had to like go back to Nigeria and like go, I had to go back to my root. I had to like dig deep and like just like really find out like who I am as a person. So I had to cut off friends and I had a lot of like life changes going on. But Africa was a very good experience. Like it taught me a lot about like tough love. Like I learned a lot about tough love and how the way of life of like Nigerians live and. It was a great experience, yeah. Okay, cool, cool, cool. That so, like, your experience in Africa was pretty much generally positive. Yeah, it was very positive. Um, the children, there's something about the children that's very special. Like, they're very disciplined, and they teach you a lot. They teach you a lot. Um, they're very funny. They like to play games, and they like to joke around with me since I was like american so you know Mm. but they're very respectful they know how to respect their 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 elders like there's a lot of respect for the elder the elderly in in nigeria and that i think that goes for like all of africa the africa africans know how to like respect the elderly they know how to take care of them and it's just like a different vibe it's like a whole nother vibe you know 
Yeah, I heard I had a lot of other people um who were Liberian on like my podcast and they tell me that their experiences with uh, Africa and different from like America is that like everybody was like everybody knew each other, everybody was like a town basically and everyone was just kinda connected and stuff of that nature. Would you say it's kinda the same thing uh, with here? Yeah. yeah, there's a lot of connections. Like everyone knows everybody on the street and everyone everyone just like is just very friendly and there's a lot of um, communication, like everyone just is like interconnected with each other. And it's a beautiful thing. Like you learn a lot about people and how they roll and you just got to go with the flow of people. And, you know, you meet you meet new people and you create bonds and you build on bonds. Like when I went to Africa, like I met I met like so many people and like it was just like a lot of love going on. And they I'm actually going back to Nigeria um, next month on the on the twenty second, like I'm going back because my grandfather passed away at one hundred years old. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, he well, he I mean, lived. I don't a, fat, but I can't. Oh, that's nice. The grandfather done. Yeah, I don't want to be like. But no, it's like, to, to make it to a hundred, like a centenarian, that that's so beautiful. Yeah, he lived. He lived a long life. Like I was so surprised, and I'm just want to be there. I just want to be there for his funeral, and just because, like, I remember. Before um, I went, came back to the States, like I, I saw him and he was blind and he was in the hospital and I saw him. He held on to my shoulder very tight and it was like, wow, like he like held on to me. My, my auntie was telling him that I was in his presence because he didn't know who was in front of him. So like he he like held on to me really tight. He didn't let me go. And I was like, wow, like. And who who would have known? And he died on, um, the Tuesday on a Tuesday, um, February twenty second of twenty twenty two on a Tuesday, and that was a special day of um, where like is where the the twenty two hundred and twenty two portal opens. So it was just like a calling to him, you know. Mm-hmm. I felt like it was a big call to him. Okay, well, that's cool, man. I mean, my grandfather passed also um, this year, too, um, on Mother's Day, actually. It was just crazy. I thought that whole day I had to worry about getting my mom to give. Next thing you know, it's like, so uh, your, your grandfather passed and everything. I'm like, man, it's it's crazy. But that's good that you actually got to meet with your grandfather. Like, there's a lot of my grandparents I didn't even get to meet before they passed back in Liberia because, you know. It just wasn't set up for us like that to go in and out of the country like that. So it's like, it's good to know that you've been to Africa and you're going back again in a little bit. What are some things you're looking forward to like uh, when you're going back and how long will you be uh, going back to uh, Nigeria? Well, I'll be in Nigeria for like a month. Um, I'll be there from November 22nd to December 28th. Okay. And I'm just looking forward just to like, just return to my people and just like, celebrate to the year's ending to the ending of the year and i'll be there my birthday is all actually on the 23rd of december so i'll be there with them and i just want to you know enjoy time before i go back to school and just cherish and like just celebrate and enjoy my time there you know i think it will be an amazing experience you know and just to refresh my mind i need to ref- like get out and go to a different environment you know it'll be like it's just like mental health you know for me okay yeah, there ain't nothing wrong with trying to revitalize one's mental health um it's just general health um that's also very very crucial 
um, and stuff of that nature. In regards to like your experiences overall, uh, like in Nigeria, if you were to go to detail, like day to day, um, from the beginning to the end, like you ain't got to explain every day to day, but just key moments that happened over Tema, because Tema, that's a very, very long time. You're free to go um, as deep as you want to. Um, from like when you first got there, um, and then everything that not everything, but like every other thing that kind of um, kind of happened in between, like key moments that just kind of like okay, like that was a memorable moment, that was a memorable moment, or that was like a so and so moment, and then just explain like kind of how you changed from like the moment you got there um, to the moment that you uh, left and stuff of that nature over that ten month span. If you can go into detail about that, you're free to do so. Yeah, um, the day-to-day life is just like going, um, hanging out with my one friend. Um, his name is Emeka, which means um, God is well. So um, Africans like their names, man. Yeah, a lot of names are Africans. Like my, my African name is Osinachi, which means um, from God. So our our culture is a lot about like just, you know, praising God and you know, we're very, we're very um, cultural and like we show our love to God and there's just a lot with um, the culture and we like, you know, we like to like re- represent ourselves in a, in a good manner. And that's, that's why Nigeria is like one of the, like one of the greatest countries in Africa, you know? Mm-hmm. And yeah, the like just the day to day life and just like enjoying the food, hanging out with my cousins, playing football or or soccer. You can call it soccer, but yeah, like it's it's a good experience, you know, just to be in a different environment and just to see my cousin. My cousins really miss me. Like the the time that like I left of twenty twenty, like they were crying. I was like so shook. Like they were just crying. I was like, wow, like y'all guys are really crying. And uh, it just showed like how much they loved me and me being in their presence. So I thought like just the day to day life was just like a lot of love. And we played a lot with, I played a lot with them. So yeah. And there wasn't a whole lot of social media interaction during that 10 months, man. Not a whole lot of Wi-Fi. You're just kind of just living life day to day. I mean, I wasn't, well, me personally, I wasn't on. My cousins were on their social media, so I would be, like, on their, like, social media and just, like, hanging out and doing their, just, they were, they have Snapchat. I still contact them through Snapchat, Instagram, WhatsApp, so I wasn't really on it because I just wanted to, like, take a mental break. Like, I, t- I deleted my whole Instagram. I had to start a new one. And I just, and then I had to make another Instagram. So, yeah, like it's just been like a change within me. Well, I'm glad the experience was very positive, no? Because I got a whole lot of cousins, the family members back in Liberia myself, and I always think about like reconnecting with them, trying to build relationships with them, and everything. But to know that you only spend like well, ten months is pretty long, you know. Anything about it, you know, you yeah. can't grow close to people in ten months and stuff. And to know that you were with these people for ten months and they established this relationship with their 
cussing from America to the point where they didn't even want you to leave or they started to shed tears. You know, that's very wonderful. That's very inspiring to anybody who might have relatives in Africa to want to gonna go back and stuff of that nature. Um, um, but in terms of like what your life was like even before you left uh, for um, uh, Nigeria and stuff of that nature, I know you mentioned that you're like smoking weed and getting into trouble and stuff of that nature, which even I was at a stage like that after high school myself. Like I graduated yeah. in 2016 and everything, and I had the same circle of the dumbasses and everything that it's just like, you know, like they, had, they just weren't good for me and everything. Yeah. And I was all doing the smoke of weed, and then I was also wrestling uh, with the condition condition that I had to wrestle with even to this day and stuff of that nature um and then it's just trying to really build the mental uh toughness and stability to actually work through a lot of that and still get my degree you know like it ain't easy you know like it, it would take a spiritual awakening and realigning I feel like for me it was just more separation and isolation from people that weren't good for me and that were toxic and trying to reconnect old people who were good for me i feel like that yeah. was good for me uh do you feel like but anyway in regards to like your development your spiritual journey because it all starts with isolation and stuff of that nature uh did you have to isolate yourself from a uh, from a like a group of people who weren't uh, good for you for an asian yeah um i had to like it was just like you know i just feel like my energy was being drained a little bit and i wasn't really achieving anything with the group so like but like my spiritual journey with like and like through smoking weed like it was just like it was it, it was a good and a, it was like karma it was like a good it was like a yin and a yang because like i i like had mental issues and i was like down i was depressed and like i was sad but like then like i found who i was like at that moment, like I found like, wow, this is who I am. Like I felt great, but like I was still confused and but my like my spiritual journey, like I like I grew a lot because I had to like learn that like um I'm trying to explain it like <laughs> No 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 it's okay. Take your time. It ain't no problem. If you got a little brain fart here, this is a mental yeah, thought. It's all authenticity. It's like I know it's a lot to really process, you know, I guess looking back in, in time and trying to see the stages and trying to figure things out and stuff of that nature. Like it's all a process, you know. It's just like I understand you and being young, um, being an African kid kind of born in this like low vibrational realm here in America. And then trying to, like, really, like, get yourself established, trying to, like, work your way to the top, and then trying to, like, really go surround yourself with a circle of people that support you. It's a lot, and then there's things that went on when I was 18, 19 years old. I'm 24, and I still, like, think about it, like, to this day, like, man, like, why did I have to be around these people? Like, why did I have to deal with that? Why did I accept yeah. that? Why did I have to settle for that, you know? But it's all just a work in progress. And then like, it's always like a sense of like, what really fuels my ambition really as an individual is that feeling that it's like, I'm always working on myself anyway. Yeah. And then it's just like to work on oneself. It's just like, you always feel like in the back of your mind that you, there's always something to work on. Always something I need to work on. Always like, something i need to do and challenge myself like with the whole podcast situation uh you're the 121st episode 
and I'm trying to hit 150 episodes still. Like, even, like, 120 is, like, good enough where it's like, okay, you did it, like, enough. But it's like, even in the back of my head, it's like, nah, this isn't enough. I need to get here. And then after that, I need to do this. And then after that, I need to do this and that and this. I feel like uh, at the same time, it's just like, I feel like that's that's the beauty of, like, spirituality as a sense. It always gives you a sense of purpose. and always a sense of, like, you yes. need to get to this point. Spirituality yeah. to me, like, spirituality to me was, like, about, like, just being content with your life and being satisfied because like when I was like when I was doing music back then like I was like getting tracks done I was like being successful with it and like I was just wasn't satisfied I was like why am I not satisfied and I had to find self-satisfaction like even at the moments where like you haven't got your degree yet or you haven't completed like certain things like it's just like you just got to be satisfied with every day like just being thankful that like you have a place to live a car to drive and you have food on the table like and that's one thing i had to realize through my spiritual journey just to have self-acceptance like just accepting myself and letting myself know that i'm responsible of being happy every day and that's that means a lot to me and how to learn that the hard way even this year i've been going through it this year like with my spiritual awakening like i've been having a lot of spiritual awakenings but i just thank god like i'm still here you know and i'm getting back on my feet i i gotta go back to school and get my degree in computer science so yeah <laughs> what school do you think about going to um, I'm going to UNC Charlotte. I'm going. I'm going back to UNC Charlotte. I already completed two years, so I got two more years left to get my bachelor's degree. Then I might work my way up to get a master's. You should do whatever you want, man. I, I would have just said go to an HBCU and kind of see how that kind of work with you. But okay, you know, PWS. <laughs> Whatever you want to do with it, you know, it's, yeah. it's fine. Like, you know, I heard you on CC from another episode of one girl, Jenna Post, that said they are the leading in cars, uh, uh, computer science and engineering. Uh, correct? That, that's, a, that's UNCC's thing? Yeah, they are. They're, they have really good programs in engineering and computer science. So my dad really wants me to, like, focus and, like, get it done. You know how African parents are. They don't play no games. They want you to um go, like, get it done. But, like, I think, like, Throughout my experience through college and then me having like multiple spiritual awakenings, like my parents just got like to the point where it's like, you know what, Justin, do what you want to do because they were like on my ass. Like African parents don't play with education. And I was especially like, Nigerian parents, y'all seem to have like more of a family base. Like you seem more organized on that end where it's just like, you know, we're all. I guess for my family, they wanted me to be educated, but they didn't really put me in a position really to be like, you know really put me on that path. I had to put myself on that path, really. Am I, that's how I see it, but, you know, like, yeah. Yeah, um, my parents, like, growing, their childhood wasn't easy in Nigeria, like, the Civil War and... Yeah, We're Civil War babies, too, man. Liberia had it fucked up, too. Yeah, it wasn't easy for them. They had to work in the farm. They had to get up, like, very early. They had, um, they had like, a lot of... I feel like my parents were mentally scarred and they had a lot of childhood trauma that they never healed. So just me being born in the United States and having a privileged life is, is, a, is a blessing. And just to know that, like, I have a lot, you know, I have a lot of people that love me and just a lot of blessings. So I'm just want to, you know, get my job, get the job done, like get school done. 
start my own family and give them like the mental health that they need, the mental love, the physical love, all types, all the five love languages and just to show them that like, you know, I'm there for them. And that's what I truly want to do. It's definitely important to be present, man, especially because it ain't got to be physically present, but even spiritually and emotionally present, too, because I feel like I feel like a lot of that, even in my childhood growing up, was kind of like absent and everything. Like, though, you know, my mom's was there, but I feel like she really could have been like she really could have helped me with a whole lot of things like growing up that I feel like I was going through. I feel like she really could have supported me. I had to go through a lot of issues being discriminated against at a whole lot of predominantly white schools and it's like oh, why are you making me come here why are you make me push me up here you know i don't belong here just like you know it was just always a struggle and it's like i always had to like manage to just try to overcome that at the same time and also try to keep my head up through the, all that at the same time and i just had to keep in mind like you know like well, what really led me to really building a better relationship with god is understanding that god is like slowly disciplining you and sharpening you to really be um i don't want to say like a better warrior per se but just to be the best version of yourself that you can for your path it's all for the sake of your own development and it's really just all a matter of just like following his will and then trying to like you know push that positive energy out and those to the world also because uh, all that negativity is going to come back to you eventually you know what i'm saying and then like you know i feel like a lot of our parents had to deal with a whole lot of trauma you know uh unresolved trauma but it's like you know at the same token you can only you could do that so many times before it gets kind of tired you know what i'm saying yeah and it's like it's good at least your parents still had the mindset that's like okay like you know like he's going through the thing let's just send him back home and get him revitalized that way you know what i'm saying I feel like that 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 stuff like that can really help you like like change your life. You know, it all comes like once you're spiritually, uh, not say rewired, but like healed and everything, or you know, just all that and then some. I feel like there's more things you can do, and there you can get even farther in this life than it's just than all the money, all the degrees, or anything. You know what I'm saying? So I know you're worried about the whole degree situation, but dude, even I got a degree, bro. And I'm telling you this, like, my life didn't get automatically better like that. Like, I, I, I'm working a job I don't even, like, that's not even in my field. <laughs> but it's like, you know, in hopes that I'll probably work uh, somewhere better later on. But it's like, I still try to be as positive about it even in this day and age. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, yeah. yeah, but it's like, you know, as long as you, as long as you have, like, a mindset of, like, you know, where you're going and have something that you're focused on while you're getting there, I feel like you'll be fine. So it's like, you know, degree or no degree, you'll be fine, bro. Yeah, like, that's one thing that I like that you said. Like, it's not even about, like, getting the degree as soon as possible. Like, it's just, like, be content of where you where you are because, like, there's, there's so many ways of life that you can go about. And it's just, like, my – it's like a life journey, you know? Like, just, just setting forth, like, what paths and what directions you want to go. You can make so many wrong turns but still reach – the right final destination. Well, I mean, right or wrong, everybody has their own path in life and everything. Although your decisions do make or break you to a certain degree, um, a lot of them don't really uh, define you ultimately at that moment. Uh, although it's good to be mindful like the decisions you make and the people you surround yourself with and everything. I just keep in mind that regardless, you know, or the people that you may have lost over the years or whatever, you know, God usually ends up like replacing anyway, you know, everything. There's nothing that you, you have that God won't replace with so much better. You know what I'm saying? 
Like I wanted to have like a circle of people that was going to support me and things of that nature. And they, and I already have people that I'm meeting through the podcast, through college and everything. And although we don't hang out every single day or like we don't get connected every single day, I know that like the intentions uh, outweigh uh, how much time you spend around them and nothing, you know, like growing up, I, I started to realize that it's just like intentions have more uh, of more of like importance than like, you know, their presence or what their status is or how much fun you have with them. It's like, it's all about intentions, you know, and you don't want to be around people who don't have good intentions for you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. That's, that's very important. Like I just had to like cut off a lot of people and know like, okay, who do I want to be with? Like, who do I want to grow with people? I want to have, I want to have fun with people and just like, you know, um, celebrate with people but like make sure that like we're all eating maybe maybe sometimes it might it may not be at the same table maybe sometimes it may be at the same table so like you know i just want to make sure that all my friends are like growing being successful as well because like i was surrounded my surrounded with people that aren't that weren't really doing anything that that was good and i was doing good and i was just like realizing wow i don't want to surround myself with people that are not like doing what they need to do as well like they're just they just got part-time jobs but they're not really following their passion or the, what they love truly to truly do so mm-hmm. yeah like i just dropped a lot of music of this year and it was a yeah um my stage name is jody sage check it out um i dropped year of the tiger indigo blues oh, yeah, yeah, dancing in the rain and it was um very successful like and I was like, wow, like I actually accomplished so much this year. So I think that was re- like a really big um, goal that I completed this year. And how so how many songs have you dropped in total this year? Um, I really kept count. You just kept dropping. Well, I dropped one on my birthday, um, December 23rd of last year, leading into the songs of this year. So I dropped like about like, seven songs seven songs that i dropped yeah just this whole year alone yeah this is whole year alone i'm still yeah i'm still in the looks for a producer and all that but still pretty good yeah like i know like god is gonna like direct me somewhere like i'm just being patient so right now i'm working on beats if i can't find a recording studio it's just like okay work on beats i've been working on beats lately so i'm just trying to keep it up like do what I need to do in order like every little thing counts so if I can't get somewhere I can do a little bit of this and maybe God will direct me to where I need to go so I think that's very important you know that reminds me because I already got somebody that I know that I can work with for like two hours of fifty dollars and everything oh really yeah sure somebody I know for right now I don't know if it's he switch up his prices or anything I need to get in contact with him I haven't spoken to him in a while cause I, this year's been crazy hectic for me I didn't drop any songs this year so I'm so mad at myself because I thought it was just <laughs> every year it's just gonna be gradually but then it's like you know I had to work all types of stuff like I had to go through all types of situations then I had to find another job then I had to leave that job and find another job it's like you know this year was hell a ghetto man for me especially man but i feel like at this stage i feel like things are starting to turn like you know positively right now um you know like it's just like uh i feel like i need to probably uh, apply more of my powers to manifestation a little bit more constructively um which i do when everything i ask for a whole lot 
Um, but at the same time, uh, it's just trying to work in that direction to get certain things in order and trying to work past that and also um, trying to uh, trying to really realize my visions as they are. It's like it just it's all comes down to funding. And I feel like uh, financially, I'm starting to things are starting to change a little bit more. Now I got two jobs and everything, a part time job and like a job at the hospital right now. So it's like, you know, like, you know, though I'm getting so things are slowly getting better, like and uh, to that degree. So I might be in the studio a little bit quicker than later. And I need to talk to one of my friends and everything to see if he can hook me up with another studio to just, you know, see what that's all about to see, you know, so I can have multiple studios just on hand and everything, you know. Yeah. Cause like this year, I was supposed to see. I was trying to push and see if I can drop like fifty songs this year, but it's just like you know that wasn't really the case. I was in the cars, which is fine. I guess I can focus more on the podcast situation, and maybe next year I could probably do that. Uh, for certain. Sorry, so I just noticed that the ice cream was like in a cone, but it was like upside down. I'm like, wait, what? How you eating the damn shit? Sorry, sorry for the. This right. I'm like, sorry, I got glasses. I was like, what? I know you. <laughs> just trying to oh, raise my glasses and everything. I'm like, what is going on? I'm not. I can't be that high. Right, anyway, um, anywho, it's just um, but yeah, man. I think you can definitely get that situated, um, and whatnot. Uh, I'll see because like a lot of the artists, I've I've interviewed a whole lot of artists for this podcast, and one of the things I want to do after I actually get to 150 is I want to get like all their songs to put it on one playlist, and see if I can probably get it out there myself probably try to promote it too if it's not on youtube um definitely want to put it out there so it's like a lot of songs and everything from all types of people keep in mind i'm all i'm trying to hit 150 episodes man you're 121 you're getting there <laughs> 29 more episodes 29 more interviews and everything yeah. uh, which is all good but that's a whole lot of artists i gotta put on my playlist uh also um so it's just like definitely want to drop merch um definitely want to add video to the next season which like i think now it's like i'm starting every april because like that's so it's like i had to wait till april to start season three which is not gonna be like a hundred more episodes it's probably gonna be 50 live episodes if i can get the camera and stuff of that nature um um but yeah man it's just like that's just the art of manifestation right there which is something we're definitely gonna go into uh right now because i had the whole mental threats podcast saying it's on my vision board and everything and it was just something that i was thinking about doing for a while and now it's just another thing that's like a part of me and like what i'm doing and everything as you can see with all the many many interviews so how has the art of manifestation worked in your favor uh, manifesting manifestations has been going well like it's just like a lot of like soul contracts and like you know being around like going to where god leads you to certain people like god leads you to certain people and like you they help you heal through like certain things in your life and they show you things and like they teach you a lot about like um life lessons so manifestations is like very is, has been very good for me. Like I've I'm still like getting back on my two feet. So um, my mom helped me a lot and she's been like the best manifestation ever. And my therapist as well. Like her name is Miss McKenna and like she's been like very good and helping me manifest. And she's always taught me to speak what you want into the universe and it will happen. So I think that was, that was very, very important. And it's like all, it's all about just like going out there and meeting new people, like going to a yoga class or going to the gym, 
like taking care of your soul, your well-being, like um, spiritual welfare. So that that means a lot, you know. Oh yeah, spiritual welfare and everything, you know, it all plays card. And in terms of like manifest manifesting for me, it's like obviously like go to the podcast like, as far as I'm going through right now, like that's actually like actual effort I had to put into it. One thing I, I, I know I manifested was my dog for sure, which is crazy because I always wanted a dog and name him Clueless, but I didn't know like why would I want to name him Clueless? I need to figure out why. And I saw this dog jump, jumping in and out of the street and everything on near Garinger High School. And so you know what I'm talking about, right? Near Garinger High School. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the dog kept running in and out of the street and holding up traffic on my way um, home and everything. And I'm just like, wait, what? Why is this dog doing that? Why does he keep jumping in the street? So it's like, you know, I just said, like, I just pulled up on him and just said, you know, just just stick with me and everything. He's been with us for four years. I named him Clueless because he kept doing, like, Clueless shit and everything. <laughs> so it's just, he's still at the house right now. I know you see my dog, right? Have you seen him? No, I haven't. You haven't seen him? Oh, okay. Just see, like, a small... Like a pit bull mixed dog. It's like, we ain't small. He's like medium-ish. Some people oh, think he's no, big. I yeah, but... I've been to your house before, though, so... Yeah, yeah, it's just... <laughs> I mean, we gotta kind of clean up right now and everything, which is something I'm gonna do this weekend. If you, I mean, if you want to, like, just drop by, just say hello, just chill, whatever, you're free to do so. Yeah. If we're not too busy and everything of that gotta, nature. You gotta go see your brother. <laughs> yeah, most definitely, for sure. I mean, I know, like, when I was talking about trying to find an interview, I know he recommended me to you and everything. Um, I was thinking about having you on for a while, but it's out there like, well, what we talk about it everything. It's like, oh yeah, he Justin's into a whole lot of like spirituality type things and stuff of that wow, nature. I'm like, yeah, okay, that's cool. He knows me well. <laughs> he knows me very well. I was shook like when you like mentioned spirituality. I was like, wow, really? Like, I of course, like I'm a I'm an old soul. I'm a star seed. Like, I've been I've been around the universe for a long time. You know. And I'm just here to, like, meet new souls and, like, you know, learn a lot about life, you know. And I think it's really interesting, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like in my case, I, I'm an old soul just the same way, too. Um, Not the same, same way, because everybody's different. Yeah, everybody's different. But I, I would definitely describe myself as an old soul. Definitely an empath, because I can definitely feel, like, the feelings of others. Like, yeah. Which is too crazy. Starseed, I'm not too sure. I I aim to be more of a light bringer, and like I like to think internally I am because I really don't want to harm or hurt anybody at deep down. And it's just like in terms of like light bringers, I want to bring positivity into other people's lives regardless. Yeah. You know, so when people say otherwise, oh, like you do this, you do this, I guess it kind of cuts deep for me because it's like, no, I'm not here to do anything like that. You know, I just want to have fun with my friends. I live happy, you know, laugh and experience life uh, head on, you know, and stuff yeah. of that nature. And I feel like at times, like I feel like I miss out on a whole lot of things because of my condition and everything. And I feel like, you know, I wish I would have experienced life more hands on like I wish I would um but I always try to look on the positive and like you know I'm still young you know 24 is not old and everything I got six more years left um, before I hit 30 which would go crazy fast like that um but there's a whole yeah. lot that can happen in between that time you know and that's why I like try to focus on my goals too and like just focus on building my finances also I wish I could go to homecoming for college this year I, I would have been my first alumni homecoming but you know like my schedule wouldn't really push that uh, who knows maybe i not might just pull up for a day uh, durham's only two hours away so it's like you know whatever yeah <laughs> but at the same token i gotta prioritize uh, myself and the things i need to do first before i do any of that and uh stuff of that nature 
and uh, so on and such. Um, so it's just like in terms of like where you think about taking this whole music thing. Uh, where where do you see yourself in the next uh, five years? In the next five years, I have no idea. Like, um, I hope I can just be able to collab um, with like other artists and grow. Um, maybe I, I I see myself in five years performing. That's the next step because I like dropped a lot of songs. I want to start performing. Um, reach a bigger crowd and get my um, get my messages to the people, you know, spread words of love and like affirmations and like so much um, lessons to the people. And that's what I want to do with my music. Okay, so that's the basis of your music. You're just trying to push like, I don't want to say self-awareness, but just kind of push like a sense of like uh, positivity on that end and just kind of pushing like the more, I don't know, more spiritually, spiritual elements, but on a educational sense, like uh, in regards uh, to the music uh, that you're trying to put uh, or promote through your art. It's more like educational for the sake of spirituality, is what you're saying. Yeah, some, some, in some sort of way. But I like how you said like awareness of certain things, like just being self aware is for the people who, who need to like be spiritually aware of like what's going on around the world and people who need to hear the messages you know okay yeah people who definitely want to hear the messages for my case when it comes to music and everything it's just because i have a whole lot of ideas and concepts and everything and i just feel like you know like i feel like art is just something i feel like a lot of people need to learn to appreciate more and uh express themselves more through instead of how music is today like it's, oh i killed this or i did this or i got i dropped this car i have this many hoes which is cool and everything but that shouldn't be like the basis of everything you know hip-hop especially was founded on the basis of like building self-awareness all the struggles that a lot of us are facing in poverty as a people in america so it's just like you know i feel like you know i don't want to say we have to go back to those roots but i just feel like we should be able to be more uh expansive um with uh, what we put out uh creativity wise you know what i mean and it's just yeah. like you know it just shouldn't be it shouldn't be something like oh like it shouldn't be something like people should bullshit you know what i'm saying it's just once you're like you're an artist it's just like you have that urge to step into the studio you have that urge to drop music yeah that ice cream oh that's an ice cream bite okay cool enough <laughs> it's, it's kind of getting too cold um but anyway um but yeah just pushing on uh, to that degree it's just like you know it's just like next year i definitely 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 Definitely, 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 definitely want to drop a whole lot of music for sure because I have nothing but concepts and I have a whole lot of beats saved and everything. I'm actually about to buy a couple of B packs, maybe either today or maybe in the next two weeks and everything that I've been saving up on for a while. Um, some B packs we have like over 100 beats, some B packs we have like this many beats, 10 beats. And I just, I feel like from the beginning of this year, I had like over a thousand beats and I lost so much of them and everything. And I still got like a portion of them still. But I still want to get like a whole, whole lot. I'm not going to drop like a thousand songs, but it's like, it's good to just have a lot just so you can be able to yeah, be able to. Yeah, so you can just like freestyle and do whatever you want with them, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's like just to just have that in mind that it's like, okay, I could really go to the studio every week and drop a new song if I wanted to. You know, it's just like, you know, I, I just want to get into that habit for sure. Um, Like I just finished my seventh rap book this year and everything. I need to get back into doing it again. If I can at least finish like my eighth one before the end of the year, that would be amazing too. Cause like in a composition book, uh, that's like, okay, if I write into a composition book, like four pages a day for 50 days, that's a whole composition book finish right there. 
So it's just it's always something to keep in mind. It's always good to like write every day, you know, consistency wise. If you want to get more, um, um, in terms of, like you know, try to see like uh, how creative you can get, or like just kind of see like uh, just trying to push the waters and like what you can do, like what kind of words or trying to up like your songwriting. Uh, ability. Keep in mind, I haven't listened to any of your songs, and I kind of feel bad for that and everything. Um, you can pretty much listen to your songs through SoundCloud or Spotify. What, what's up? Oh, my music's on Apple. Mu- I'm on Apple Music, Spotify. Um, what else? I'm on YouTube. Okay, yeah, YouTube might be. Yeah, everyone, everyone mostly goes on YouTube, but yeah, those are the three main platforms that I've been on. So far, and I think I'm on Deezer as well. Oh yeah, Deezer. Yeah, sure. I don't know what Deezer is. Like I know they put my music yeah. on Deezer, but I'm just like, wait, who listens to Deezer? Yeah, I I go through Distro Kids, so like they just randomly put my stuff on Deezer, and I was like, what is Deezer? I never heard of that before. But yeah, I think it was. I'm yeah, I'm just happy that I had the opportunity to just like do it and get it done. Yeah, dude, dropping your first musical project, that's a that's a milestone, man. I mean, that's a huge milestone in your career because it's like now it's like you're actually you actually know like the process, like of making like a project and like making a couple of music, uh, a couple of songs and everything of that nature. So it's like, you know, that's definitely not something to sleep on. There are some people who claim they want to do this thing, but don't do shit. Like at all when it comes yeah. to like, you know <laughs> everything, so it's just like even like me, I beat myself up like man, I haven't dropped anything since April of twenty twenty one, and I was twenty twenty two is about to end. I'm like, yeah, okay, I can just come harder twenty twenty three and the rest of the decade, and just you know like maybe twenty twenty three is gonna be the year I make up for everything I missed out on twenty twenty two. You know, like yeah. time is going by faster like the older you get, but it's just like you know it's just it's always keep in mind how old are you. I'm 22. Um, I'm turning 23 on the 23rd, so it'll be my special year, you know. Yeah, Jordan year. My yeah. Jordan year, 23. This is my, my Kobe year, and I've been bullshitting both years back to back. I'm not even going to lie. <laughs> I, I, even when I do get my degree, I still feel like I'm bullshitting. Like, it's just like, I swear, it's just like, because it's just like, you know, I feel like I could have went harder. I could have did, like, more things and everything, but... I feel like, you know, it's just it's just your mindset. It's just like, that's the cool thing about being ambitious is that even when you're already doing things, you can never be too, too content on that end. Um, but it's like, in terms of like working on yourself and being content, what are some things that you're like most grateful for in your life right now? I'm grateful for my mom the most. Like, she's helped me out through thick and thin, like through the toughest times, like where I just broke down and, I'm just thankful for her the most, and I'm just thankful for my dad as well. Like, he's been giving me advice. My parents, well, just my parents, and been thankful that, you know, I have people who love me around me. Just thankful for the people who matters the most in my life. Yeah, man, and that's the thing. Uh, your family really does come top tier in everything in regards to, like, what matters in life, you know. I'm working to probably get a little bit more closer to my family and everything. I'm thinking about maybe taking some of my cousins to go trick-or-treat maybe for the October before I head to work. I got to be at work at 1045, so it's like, you know, maybe I could probably wear my scrubs and be like, oh, yeah, this is my costume, and, like, like I got to clock in, I got to clock in. <laughs> but it's just, yeah, man, it's just things of that nature. It's just, like, once I find time, I think after this, um, after we do this whole interview and everything, I think that's the first thing I'm going to do is, like, visit one of my aunties or whatever, and then talk to my cousins, you know. Maybe take them to the park this weekend before, like, we go trick-or-treating on. Halloween and stuff of that nature because it's like really connecting with your family and stuff that's one thing I learned like when my grandfather passed this year it's just like you know we really 
all that we have when we think about it. Like, your friends can come and go. And like, you can pick your friends, and they can also become family also over the years. But it's like, you know, the family that you start with is the family that you got. You know what I'm saying? And that's just, yeah. that's just always, that's always a thing and, and stuff of that nature. Um, So it's just like, in terms of like your spiritual journey, where do you say that you're at like currently right now? Like what stage, how would you describe the stage you're at currently right now? Well, I've been just in contact with my angels and my spirit guides. So it's just about like, you know, just like like raising myself back up because I still been through a lot and I feel like this time go back and going back into school like they have my back like it's just like about like getting shit done it's just about getting shit done and like continue my success from this year of like dropping music like continuing it's just like to be continued and I'm working on that like so it's just about, you know, pushing forward, you know, moving on, moving forward with my life. Yeah, man, I feel that, man. So I wish you probably would have went to an HBCU, man. I feel like you would have gotten more support. Like, I feel like you would kill it at NCA and I know their engineering program is pretty cool, pretty dope, too, out there. And now, like, I'm a central person, you know. It's just like that's, that's our <laughs> rival and everything. But it's just, at the same token, it's just like, I still feel like, you know, like yeah, college and education is very crucial to development, especially of young black males in general. And I feel like as long as you got your – eye on the ball in regards to like what you want to do and how you want to do it and they also got things on the other side that you want to do to actually keep you sharp and everything from the music thing and outside of music and engineering what are some other things that you're interested in I know spirituality is one of them what's another thing that you're interested in um I'm interested what am I interested in I mean besides music and- are you interested in anime Oh, I am interested in anime. Uh, I've actually, not that you're interested in anime. I mean, come on, man. Yeah, no, it's fine. been a while, but <laughs> um, yeah, I've, I'm actually up to date with One Piece. Like, I watched like all the thousand episodes. So. Oh wow, you're an OG for real, man. Yeah. Cause, like, it's gonna take. A- I, I had to start. I I started like back in like um, I think it was like 2018. Okay. Yeah, so it took I, you four freaking years to catch up with One Piece. Well, I've I've been cashed up with it since like um of twenty twenty one, so it's been like three years. But I love One Piece. Like Luffy just reminds me of myself because like I'm just like that person that likes to like just you know be there for the people. Like he's the captain. He's the people. He's the guy that like knows everyone well, and he likes to support everyone and. He's the strongest out of all of them. But my favorite, well, well, my favorite is actually Zoro. Zoro is just a badass. Like, um, with his, like, Sorgs and, like, the three, the, he's, like, the three um, styled Sorg swordsmen. So I think he's, like, amazing. He's dope. I also have, like, a, um, a One Piece sweater of Luffy's wanted picture of, like, the 400 billion berries i think is how much he was worth but like, yeah i think it's dope <laughs> yeah man, that's crazy it's just like that whole world building and it's like to know that out of the big three because i know it was like it was naruto bleach and one piece uh dragon ball z obviously but it's like they kind of ended for a while and then came back in the theaters with the yeah. dragon ball super have you seen the dragon ball super superhero movie 
I haven't. I haven't been on Dragon Ball like that, but like I wanted to see it so bad and everything, uh, but they're not I in see, theaters. I anymore. seen Broly um a few years back when Broly um dropped. Yeah, I saw that when it was in theaters and everything. I'm still waiting for Dragon Ball Super Superhero to drop, though, like on streaming services, because I didn't get to see it in theater. I was hoping that by the time I get my first paycheck that it would still be in theaters, but it's not, so I'm like, damn. Big damn. Like, gosh, I would have showed a one and everything, but it's just that's just, just one of those things in life. You really can't. Uh, you, can't you, just, you just don't know how things are going to be and stuff of that nature so it's just like yeah man like anime is very is one of those things in life where i feel like it really kind of teaches young black males especially um like to be strong and everything through adversity and i feel like i relate to a lot of the uh, characters and stuff of that nature yeah i think i feel like anime was my escape during high school like i didn't i didn't want to be i didn't want to talk to anyone but just like imagine myself being in like an anime world Mm -hmm. where i have like magical powers where i didn't have to just go to a school and learn about like um math or english i just wanted to like go to a school and learn like learn like magic or do some type of cool shit where i can just like fly on a magic carpet and do cool tricks but yeah anime was my big escape and it like I actually wanted to go to Japan one one day, you know, go to Asia and like um, learn about like the culture and because of like anime, like it has a um, Japan has like a lot of um, anime background and culture and I'm very interested in going. So, yeah. Yeah, definitely something to consider, man. Like, you know, seriously, it's just like, especially with traveling. You know, Japan is definitely on my list, too, especially, um, you know, amongst places like Brazil and Cancun and stuff of that nature. Yeah. But it's just, I don't know. I feel like Japanese, I feel like ja- uh, Japanese, yeah, yeah, definitely Japanese culture. I feel like the Japanese and black uh, American culture, we, we definitely got to, like, you know, build better relations. Because we seem to have an adoration for everything that each other's doing. Like, I know a lot of Japanese people are really, really deep into, like, hip hop and everything and really, like hip-hop and stuff of that nature you know and just like you know the asian culture like the wu-tang clan or just us just really like adoring anime and all their characters i feel like why are we like closer as a people like black and asian like uh relations in general and stuff of that nature i mean just a side note question what do you think why you want me to get better yeah um the i feel like it has like there's a lot of the the culture intermixes and like we learn from each other like like just hip hop like you said like there's a lot of japanese hip hop and like dance crews and um there's like cool, like each culture they like we look within and like we interpret it into our own style and it just becomes something different each time we do it even in the black culture like Hip hop, where hip hop sad, or how people dance and the way they move and how they groove to the beat. So it just it's just like a global thing, and it's it's very beautiful. It's a very beautiful thing. Yeah, man, it's all it's all it's very beautiful and stuff of that nature, and everything. What are some things that you? I know transitioning back, but what are some things that you look forward to? Once again, uh, in regards to like uh, going back to Nigeria for. Uh, until like uh, December and stuff like that. I just want to celebrate with my family, like just for just to start off a new year, you know, and just like um, 
be there for my grandfather, most importantly, just to show love for my grandfather for finally making it to 100 years. So I just want to be there for him and just be in prayers and um, for my grandmother as well. My grandma took care of me so much. She cared for me when I was down, when I was going through it. So I'm just like going to be in prayers for her the most. Okay, that's wonderful. Yeah, she lives up to 100 years as well, you know. She's already in her 90s, so she's getting there. Yeah, yeah. Definitely, definitely want to meet up with my great-grandmother again before she, uh, you know, because she's getting close to 100 herself. And, you know, like, my great-grandmother's here, but my grandfather ain't there. Ain't that weird? Uh, but anyway, it's just, it's just one of those things, man. I definitely want to... Definitely want to go back to my roots in Liberia and reconnect with my family as soon as I can. Glad we got technology where we can like FaceTime each other and everything, which is like weird, but (laughs) but it's like that's just how life is now. Yeah. So for that nature, and I know like in the next coming years, you definitely see yourself trying to perform and everything, and like you know another thing I feel that can help you with that, you know, like you know, because I know you probably want to start performing more locally and stuff, but maybe one day you want to perform at a festival. Uh, there's a service, and I, I talk about this like on so many of uh, my episodes of the artists uh, called uh, Crowd Freak, and they got a distribution service called Distro Freak, and stuff of that nature. So it's like, um, like Crowd Freak is an organization that helps the artist development and also help um hook artists up uh, to perform at festivals. This could be a 420 fest with artists like Currency, Wiz Khalifa, or even like Smoke Dizzle or something like that. Or they can hook you up uh, with uh, something called Henny and Hamburgers. Well, yeah, I know it sounds like people just be like, you know, just chilling, eating Henny, uh, drinking Henny and like eating some hamburgers at the festival. But there's also a musical acts. And also they also got Backwoods and Backfires and everything. I think that's how they call it. Yeah, they got a whole lot. of So they even got Scary Hours, which is like a Halloween theme um, festival for music. And they also got something called Goosebumps is coming up soon for Halloween. And everything. It's just stuff of that nature. Like, they can really hook people up, you know. And I, I think I found them in an ad one day. Um, so, since then, I've just been kind of locked up with them and trying to tell them that I'm going to work with them. As soon as I really start dropping music again, I'm thinking about re-dropping my first mixtape. Like, uh, like uh, a 1.2 version where I, I put a whole lot of mi- uh, remixes to songs and everything along with, like, the original songs and stuff. So, I already picked out all the beats and everything. It's really just a matter of just getting back in that studio again. So, it's like, I'm really going to re release it uh, through a digital freak a service that they have, which is like Crowd Freak, but now they can actually hook you up with festival performances and opportunities. That's Do you rap? Uh, yeah, I drop a mixtape, man. Okay. I've been okay. talking about mixing this whole time. You got to show me your music, man. Yeah, it's I on my page. It. It's on my page. You on your look, page? Yeah, you can look on my link tree. I can send you, like, the SoundCloud link through text if you like, and then you, whenever you have time. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. And if you want, you can just send me uh, your music also uh, through IG or uh, text message or however you want to do it. We can just pretty much uh, listen to each other's stuff. But yeah. back on your music, I mean, why is it that you uh, chose uh, the theme of uh, the Year of the Tiger and stuff of that nature? The Year of the Tiger spoke to me because, like, when I was in Nigeria, like, I always, like, my spirit animal came to me and I keep, like, he was telling me, like, you're a tiger. So, like, not actually saying that I'm a tiger, but, like, being a tiger comes with so many characteristics of, like, being courageous, being strong. The tiger represents so much and 
I was actually born in 99. I'm I'm the year of the rabbit, but like the year of the tiger was like this year. So it just everything just like came together at the right time and I was like, wow, okay, year of the tiger. Like my first single was Tiger and then I finally dropped the year of the tiger of this year. So yeah, um it was more of like just like about like who I was and like I'm a freedom fighter. Like Tiger is a freedom fighter. Tiger um never gives up. Like Tiger finishes strong. So yeah. I mean and they, they adapt to a lot of like environments too. Like this that's another thing. Um I was born on the year of the tiger. I wanted to drop a mixtape called Year of the Tiger and everything too, but it's like damn, like you know, I ain't had the funding and <laughs> stuff of that nature. But it's like it's yeah, all good. I'm I'm a lot I'm interested in the Chinese zodiac. Like I think it's very interesting. Um I love Yin and Yang. I'm I like Buddha too. I think Buddha's pretty dope. I like Jesus too. Like they're really good um figures in the culture. For spirituality and stuff of that yeah, nature. Yeah, for spirituality, so yeah, I, I I had a Buddha statue. I need to get another one, but then I need to get one that's jade. I feel like you know, I feel like that would really. Oh yeah, that would be nice. Be <laughs> I only got some bamboo sticks in my room. Actually, it's <laughs> literally, I need to check and see. Um, I need to really start feeding up my bamboo again because I've had that bamboo stick since uh, since Dreamville Fest this year, and I, I think they're getting close to releasing um ticket deals and everything. I definitely want to be on top of that as soon as possible. Definitely don't want to sleep through that because I got to go to Dreamville Fest three times in a row, man. I got to keep it going straight and everything. One day, I, I definitely want to perform at uh, Dreamville Fest. I know I will one day. I don't know if it's next year or the year. Definitely not this upcoming year, but it's like maybe like the year after that, whatever. I know by the end of this decade, I would definitely perform at uh, Dreamville Fest for sure. Uh, like a uh, Rolling Loud, maybe, but Dreamville Fest, I need, to, I need to because that's like that's like the first music festival I went to, and it's also the one I the first one I actually went consistently to. So, okay, so okay. So it's like, a, well, what are some uh, music goals that you want to uh, knock off and sure, uh, uh, you know, just stuff that you want to like, you know, manifest or you know, stuff of that nature. Work for. I just want to like grow on my craft. Like I want to make better songs. I want to. Um, express my I just want to express myself 100% and like get out I want to I want to I want to get an album out I want to get an album out for sure you can do that yeah you can definitely do that if I I'll see if I can get in contact with any more um producers in the area or studios to see if they can hook me up with something I know like this one guy really hooked me up with a really really smooth deal and he got some new equipment since then so it's just like but that was a while ago so I don't know if he had more and more equipment to make him more professional and he's still trying to keep the same deals for me also so it's just like I mean, it's just 2023 could be a very, very wonderful year in terms of, like, creativity. It's really just a matter of just how much uh, you're trying to invest into it. So, like, your goal is, like, pretty much to drop a whole album next year for sure or just, like, very soon? Very soon. I'm not sure when, but if I can, like, get things rolling back of how it was. Because, like, my, I, had, I had a producer that I was working with, but he moved to Raleigh, so... Yeah, so it's just like I just been looking for a producer. So I I just been working on beats just to do it as little as I can, so I can like finally um get back to recording because I love recording so much. Like it was just so fun, just to hear my voice like on on the radio, not the radio, but like you know just like the um speakers, you know. 
Yeah, man. Listening to yourself is like a wild experience because sometimes I be messing with him and so I'm like, dang, I should have did that better. Oh, my God, you lose so yeah, much breath. It is very and emotional. It's very emotional because, like, a studio session that might not go good, you're like, oh, like, you're just so emotionally drained because, like, it's something that, like, you really love to do and you don't want to mess up on it. Like, it's like a passion. And, like, once you're, like, really engaged in your passion, like, and you just have, like, an off day, it's just, like, it really hurts. Like, it really hurts. But you just got to keep pushing and keep fighting for how you want your sound to go. So, yeah, that's all I can say about that. Yeah, man. No, seriously, man. Like, there's so many times I had to re-record certain verses because I sounded tired or everything like that. That's why I try to change it. Or I try to drink some Coca-Cola or something like that just to get me ready for Just to keep me awake and everything. So, it's like, I'll be like, huh. And it'd be like, I had to re-redo that, that whole verse and everything. Like, da, 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 you know what I'm saying? And it's just, I had to like really like come with like a certain energy. So it was, like, the cool thing about going through that experience is like, at least I know exactly how to like write a song and how I want to do it or what works for me. Then we've got to put the timestamps down for like when the, um, when the hook is going to go, where the verses are going to go and just kind of pushing it forward from that end. So it's just like, you know, it's just, it's all a process. It's all, it's all really much a process. What's your process when it comes to writing a song? You'd be listening to beats again and again and again. I like also. It just naturally comes to me. I'm a, I'm a naturally good writer. Like I just like feel the beat and it's like, okay, where is this taking me? And I, and I love poetry. Like I write a lot of poetry. So I'm a, like, I'm a very good songwriter. <laughs> It just comes to me naturally. It's just like a gift from God, you know? I, I, I wouldn't say it was like a gift from God for me. It's like it's more like just me just constantly listening to music and just that urge to just like, this would make for a good song. Or like, this hook could go for this song. This could do this. You know, it's just like your mind is just generated. It's just instantly just lit up by things like that and creativity, stuff of that nature. So it's just like, you know, I, I could feel that uh, to that degree. And everything, but uh, all right. Since we already pretty much passed the hour mark and everything, we got to come to a close uh, pretty soon. And so, is there anything uh, else you want to let the audience know uh, before uh, we go off? So, um, my my message to you today is just like live your purpose and keep working on your craft, whatever you do, whatever type of art, whatever you're passionate about. So, just keep pushing and and just. Show love, show love for it. Put all your heart into it. That's all I can say. Okay, yeah, no, most definitely. It's not you definitely got to go hard in everything that you do, whether if it's podcasting, music, or just anything in life, whether you want to do modeling or whatever. It's definitely good to keep your mind sharp with so many different things and, and stuff of that nature. Uh, I appreciate you, Justin, for hopping on for the Mental Threats podcast, episode 121. We literally started out from Queens Grand and everything. It's crazy. Yeah, You're like one of my Queens brother's friends. I haven't mentioned it not one time, like through this whole episode, which is wonderful because I need to stop talking about that place. Um, but it's just like, uh, but yeah, it's, it's crazy how people can pretty much start from there and everything. And it's like how we pretty much grow into ourselves. We never lose ourselves entirely, but we really grow into ourselves. Yeah, yeah. We start to kind of change for the better and, and stuff of that nature. So it, it's good that we're all like, even though we're still trying to make it, it's good that we're in like a good positive uh, place right now. Yeah, for real. <laughs> uh, but yeah, but that's it for the Mental Threads podcast. We've sewn in and now we're sewing out. <laughs>